Good afternoon. Today is Wednesday, April the 1st. It is 12.30 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, And it is day 14 of the quarantine. This is a a subject that I actually was not going to speak on or have onto my podcast, but just the impact in the last two weeks has 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 had such a tremendous um caused tremendous changes in my life so here we are uh 2020 like i said um this is supposed to be everyone's you know this is our year like we're going to do great things and here i am it's 12 30 p.m all the restaurants are closed. They're they're open for business, but only for pickup or a contactless delivery. And the kids are out of school. My son is still sleeping. He went to bed maybe like around 1 a.m. I mean, because at this point, we don't really know what the next day or our daily day-to-day is going to be like after... The Corona. And if you could see me, I have like my air quotations uh, in the air. So, um, as you all may know, and in the news and everything that's going around us, there's a virus uh, that a, a pandemic is what they're calling because it's worldwide and it's spreading rapidly throughout the world in the, the, the United States. Um, there's a virus out there and it's called, well, it was originally named the Corona virus and now they're calling it COVID-19. I originally remember reading about Dr. Wynn uh, back in October when a lot of family members and things of that nature um, were taking cruises on cruise ships on a carnival and coming back in um, from just like the different continents of the earth back to America. Um, I remember seeing different um, posts where there were people who were sick and they were saying that they were quarantining them. So immediately, like it caught my attention because I'm just like quarantine, like quarantine is just, you know, it just sounds like such a harsh word. It's just like, you know, hey, we're going to quarantine you and you're going to be here. You're going to be by yourself in the dark, cold, lonely, hungry uh, you know, just untaken care of. That's what quarantine, like the first thing that pops in my head when I hear the word quarantine. So I knew that it was pretty serious. It was a pretty serious, you know, something that was going on over in China and in the different continents of the world. It just hadn't made it uh, to the United States. But as the months went on, it went on into like November, December, and I would still 
hear about people or families still going on Disney cruises, still taking cruises. Um, cause I believe that there's a port here somewhere in Texas. I think it's in Garland. If I'm not mistaken, like don't quote me on that, but I know it's close. It's not too far from Dallas. And a lot of people, they fly, I mean, they, they'll drive there or fly there and then they're, they'll dock their boats or ships there and they'll sail out. But just me, myself personally, like I just could not see myself on a boat for seven days going anywhere, period. Because there's some points to where you may not have Wi-Fi or you may not have Internet or you may not have access to call your children or just loved ones, period, in in general. Um, but people, they continue to take these cruises. Fast forward March 15th, 2020. We have people at work. They're wearing masks. I'm wearing gloves. I'm taking clothes off because there are people who are coming in and they're having high fevers. Um, They are uh, still coming to work, you know, because they're afraid to lose their jobs and things of that nature. And... It's just kind of like crazy. So um, now I think we get maybe like about at least one or two text messages a day saying that there's someone who tested positive for this COVID-19. So it's like, okay, I'd like today. I feel like my allergies, like they are really flaring up. I do have like severe allergies. Uh, I'm severely allergic to pollen, grass, mold, oak, dust, and cats. Like they make my allergies like just go really crazy. So like around this time, it's like really bad for me. And the reason I say like I really wasn't going to do a COVID podcast is because like that's all that you see. But it's like, I just want to give like my thoughts or my insight on to how I feel about this disease that's plaguing our country. And I had a conversation with my mom and I was like, you know, this is going to be our new normal. And she's like, no, she's like the people on the news, they were saying like, this is going to be our new normal. And I'm like, no, this isn't my new normal. And I'm like, well, you got to think, Ma, like, we're all stuck in the house, right? Like, my kids, they went on spring break. They were supposed to be on spring break for five days. Five days. Here we are. It's like 20 days later, and they just extended it all the way out until May the 4th. This is almost half of their school year gone. And it's just so sad because it's like, okay, so when the following school year comes around or whatnot, like, how do we go about making that decision for our children saying, okay, whether you feel like uh, they should go ahead and be pushed to the next level or if you feel like they should be held back. I mean, because as a parent, there's only so much that you're going to be able to get through to your child in a home setting. 
And some may or may not understand what I mean when I say that. When I say in a home setting, I mean as far as me being your mother and being a teacher, like it is kind of in my eyes, it's not going to work out because I don't have the patience that a teacher would have to teach you. If that makes sense, like I didn't go to school to learn how to deal with a bunch of uh, five year olds, 20 or 35 year olds just running around in a room and me trying to teach them their alphabets and how to read. And then I got a, a middle schooler. And then a high schooler. Mind you, I graduated back in 2002. Here you are 18 years later and I got one in high school, one in middle school and two little ones in kindergarten. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I mean, like literally like they're all like five years, almost five years apart. The twins, they're six. Mackenzie's 11 and then Wuda, he'll be 16 on the 20. I'm sorry, on April the 8th. So, yeah, like I was saying, um, I'm all over the place with my little ones. So it gets kind of I have my days where it's like, OK, this just can't possibly be uh, the new normal for us. And then there's some days where it's just like, you know, as a parent, as a mom, like you just want to protect your children. So it's like. Okay, you know, we're going to deal with it like we'll be okay. We're going to get through this. But it's it's just it's really saddening and heartbreaking um, to really see and hear everything that's going on in the world around myself and my children. Like, I didn't think that 2020 would be a year where. Uh, we lost Kobe and Giovanna and then we had Giovanni, I'm sorry. And then we have the coronavirus. And then back in January, it was another major life event that we had. I can't recall right now, but when I think of it, I will uh, refer back to this point. But... um. Coronavirus is something that I've dreaded all of my life. And the reason I say dreaded all of my life is because I grew up in a Church of God of Christ setting. So we went to Sunday school. We were at church every Sunday. We were at Bible study on Wednesday and Fridays. And it was just pretty, you know what I'm saying? Just like, this is how it was. This is, this is your life. Like, this is what it's going to be like. We read from Genesis to Revelations. And now we're here. 2020. Hello. Like, I did not think that a lot of the things that I was reading about as a child or learning in my teen years, a lot of stuff that I heard my the, my elders say, you know, uh, the world will come to an end. Uh, they'll the millennials. They will be sick. Uh, the mark of the beast. Uh, just 
a lot of stuff that's going around doesn't really seem like it's just circumstantial. It seems as if this was going to happen. This is what's supposed to happen. And this is how it's going to be from here on out. So a lot of you, I'm sure you probably heard before the mark of the beast. Uh, It's kind of like triple sixes. One second. Sorry about that. That was one of my children coming in. So I'm pretty sure a lot of you heard about the mark of the beast. Like I said, that is um, the triple six. A lot of people there refer that to that. And it's just kind of like the government being in control uh, with martial law and things of that nature. And also, this is a census year if you did not realize that. So with it being a census year... Um, and us losing so many people and this is a year that we're supposed to revolt on you know go to the poll to get a new president in office because 45 I mean 45 is just 45 is just 45 I don't even understand how 45 is in a, in a position where he is now but fast forward like I said through Sunday schools and Bible studies and things of that nature we learned about the mark of the beast and that, the, you know, the days were coming, the, you know, the last days. So I just find it quite odd, you know, that the Bible, it talked about these different events occurring and like they're really unfolding in front of my eyes. So it's kind of like it's a shock to me. Like I never would have thought in a million years, like, OK, like the stories that we were reading that they would actually like come forth and come to pass. So, like I said, um, I really feel like them, the government is trying to pull, impose some type of martial law act on us. Uh, just due to the fact that you want to keep us in a house so we can get you know, depressed or those of us that that suffer from depression and anxiety, you know, like, I mean, this here, like just the past of events that have gone on in the last two weeks, like this is going to keep a lifetime whole, I say on my depression and anxiety, like I'm not really a home person. I mean, I'm a home person, but I'm not really like, okay, like I'm just going to sit here in this room. Because if I sit in a room, then it's like I'm in my thoughts. And then when I'm in my thoughts, like my mind is just racing. It's just going like 100 miles an hour. And nobody really understands or knows like truly how someone with anxiety or depression uh, really feels or really, you know, what's going on in their mind unless you have the sickness. So is, you know, it's. Um, it just kind of feels like I'm kind of like boxed in a little bit. Um, it kind of feels like, you know, I'm being tortured because it's like, I, like I was talking to my daughter the other day and, and I was joking with her and I was like, I think they were making noise. And it's like, I can't really say a lot about them making a whole bunch of noise because it's like, Okay, they're kids. Like, they can't really go outside. You can't get sunlight. You can't, you know, see your teachers. You can't see your friends. And it's just like your life is just like at a, at a 
cause. So it's like some stuff is just like, you know, I suck up and I take in because it's like as a kid, like I had a childhood, like I was able to play. I was able to. But it's, it just feels like, you know, as a parent, like that's just been snatched from my children. And I just just like I feel like my only job is a parent. Uh, when you have a child is just to be able to protect that child. And in this day and age here right now, I don't feel like I can protect my children, especially my youngest one. My youngest son, he has severe uh, allergies and he has suffers from asthma like myself. So, as you know, someone with asthma and allergies should not ever have to come in contact with anything as ugly or as is dirty as the coronavirus because if your respiratory system is already compromised then that even lowers your chances for you know kind of getting over that respiratory infection because the COVID is like a respiratory a bundle of respiratory infections in one so it's just like it's just attack like attack like just back to back to back to back to back so it's like as a mother, like my job is to kind of like, you know, I'm trying to protect him, but also in a sense, I still want to allow the other children to be able to live fruit, you know, fruitful lives, like just have some type of childhood because I just feel like the government right now like it's just like they're just trying to just snatch that from them because I feel like yes, coronavirus. You know, it started in China, but I really feel like if we would have stopped some of those cruises or people to, from going to public places and things like that or whatever, like back when it was cold outside, we might have been good by now. This may, may have been coming to an end by now, but because we did not take the proper precautions that was needed now it's just like look at us myself um it's just really hard because when you're used to doing things on your own doing things on your time when you wanted to do them and all of that it's just like now you're just like er, stop sit down and I know you know a lot of like the millennials like our elderlies, they will say, you know, well, God, he's just trying to sit you down. So you'll he'll talk to you and you'll listen. And I'm listening to everything, you know, that he's saying. But it's just like, wow, the world outside of my window is at a standstill right now. There's no five o'clock traffic like there was when we first moved here. Even back home, my mom said she was getting off from work. And she was just like, you know, it's it's a ghost town back in St. Louis. Like, it's a ghost town. Like, you couldn't get from West County to Hazelwood in 10 or 15 minutes on a 5, on a 5 p.m. On a, on a Friday night. You can't. Like, it was impossible because there were so many people coming from Illinois or so many people going to Illinois or coming from the boats to St. Charles and things like that. So it was like it it was impossible. But now. Like, I don't feel like 
I'm sad about being in the house, but I feel like we kind of took the simple things that we didn't really have to think too much about for granted. And now it's like they're gone. This social distancing thing, distancing is not going to just go away May the 4th when they lift the order or whenever they lift the order. Because who knows? I mean, it can go longer than that. But I don't feel like the social distancing or the way that the restaurants are operating or the way that schools are operating or just people, the population in general is not going to be the same because you're always going to have that fear. And that's part of like the anxiety part of it that's, that's really bad for me right now is really high because it's like I'm always going to have Corona in my brain. Like you can't even go to a restaurant and get food to go and eat a fry in your car. Like I don't feel like hand sanitizer will do it for me. Like, I don't feel like just putting on some hand sanitizer or taking some wipes. Like, no, like I literally need some soap and water to scrub my body down or pour bleach or whatever, you know, careful of bleach in the tub or some on a rag or whatever when you come in the house because it's like, if you don't and you touch your mouth or you touch your nose or your eye, rub your eyes or something like that, then you're at risk for catching this disease. And it's just like, wow. Like, I just can't believe like this is what is come to. The world has come to. But I mean, like I said, like I talked about I touched on a little bit and I'll touch on it on it more because I believe I feel like this is going to be more of a few series to this episode just because there's so much that I want to talk about and get out there just information wise on just my upbringing and the background and things that I know and just revelations and stuff that I know that was revealed in the Bible um because I just I just feel like this this evidence, you know, and everything that's coming for it, it just isn't circumstantial. Like it's all happening for a reason. Like it kind of feels almost like deja vu almost just because like when we would go to church, it's just like this is like consistently like this is this is what was put in front of you. Like and then for you to be able to kind of like manifest it because now they're talking about a, a vaccination. I'm not putting that vaccination in my kids because the man, Dr. Ferrucci or however you say it, his name, they said themselves, this virus has always been two or three steps ahead of them. Now this virus is five steps ahead of you. You don't even know. You can't even tell us if it's airborne, if it's surface based, if it's uh just whatever like you can't even tell us how we are contracting this virus is it through a cough is it through a sneeze is it through me slobbing on you know just uh, some that i had to eat or what like what is it they cannot tell us so why would i sit up and let you infect me with a man-made virus so eventually down the line you'll know hey 
this person had that virus, this person had that virus because they had this vaccination, and then you can kill me off. No. I will not have my children vaccinated with this corona vaccination that you guys are trying to create and come up with. And at that point in time, then I'll just have to do what I have to do as far as like my job and stuff like that to be a teacher and stuff to my children. But it's like they they understand and stuff what's going on now. So whatever the later is or whatever our new normal is, okay, then we'll be prepared for it because I will not suffice my children's health. Any more than I've already given them the uh, TB shot, the TB and tuberculosis, uh, the measles, uh, the mumps and whatever all these other diseases that have been man-made and have been put out there for our children and our elders to contract. But also to people my age, my my peers. 34, 35 years old. I mean, just getting sick. And then you see the videos. Like, they're just loads and loads of vehicles just pulling up to the hospitals with sick people or bodies and stuff in the hospitals because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And they're not going to know what to do until there is a number that they have reached then that's when they're going to come out with a solution or they're going to come out with a a plan or whatever to say, OK, well, uh, this is the solution. We have this medicine. But I've been hearing that they're, you, they were using an anti-malaria medicine that the FDA or CDC or someone approved for them to use. But everyone can't get it. If you don't have enough money, it's like you can't get it. Like, period. Like. If you don't have enough money to live, then, okay, we're just going to let you just, we're just going to wipe you on out because, hey, we don't need you. And that's basically, like, I just feel like it's just an exchange for a soul. So you can kind of clean up the universe or, you know, kind of clear up the overpopulation that's going on right now. Excuse me. They're trying to clear up the overpopulation that's going on right now and it's just it's not right because it's like before now when would you see like a chinese person or what it are chinese or japanese origin how many times do you hear about them going to the hospital or getting sick and dying just think about that and that's gonna be the question that i'm going to leave you guys with how many times have you heard on the news or just in the nail shops or in the Chinese restaurants just in general of a Chinese person going to the hospital and not making it home just being sick in general they don't eat like us we don't take care of our immune systems and stuff over here in America like we're overweight uh we have the diabetes and asthma and allergies and all this other things but Chinese people they live they live to see 105 110 115 maybe even 120 but 
I just want to just leave that with you. And then when I come back, we'll talk about some of the responses that I've gotten from this podcast to see when was the last time that you heard of Chinese or Japanese origin people being sick and dying in masses like this. Thank you, and you all have a good day, and stay safe, covered inside if you don't have to, and just make sure that you all are, you know, just washing your hands and just being safe, that's all. You all have a good day.